Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Our next guest is kind of a new guy, but not exactly. I was actually at his introductory press conference about a thousand years ago. No, I'm just kidding. It was the late 1980s. Mac Brown is back. Mac is back in Chapel Hill. Coach, it is great to see you again face to face. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. I didn't even have a David Glenn Show in 1987. How you doing? I'm doing great, David. We were both much younger then. Yeah. Thank I, goodness. I think our hair color has been <laughs> altered just a little bit, and there's photographic evidence to prove that. Uh, what's your vibe as you're back wearing colors that are very familiar to you, but uh, the world has changed a lot since you built that amazingly consistent, consistently successful program well into the 1990s before going to Texas? Yep, it has changed a lot, but it, the more things change, really and truly nothing's changed. Chapel Hill's Chapel Hill. In Austin, you have to leave an hour early to get somewhere. And now Sally and I have been about 45 minutes early everywhere we go because it takes <laughs> five minutes to get. Or, or she'll say, we can't go there and eat. It's too far. I said, it's two miles. Yeah. You know, and, uh, we're, we're not that way. And so many people are still at the university when I was there. Uh, or, or they were students and now they have prominent jobs in the university. So many of the high school coaches or their children or their assistants are in the high schools. So it's really been a fun eight months coming back. We, we've just, uh, Sally and I have had a blast. And you, you, when you take the job, Bubba calls you one day and you take it and you're there the next day, you go back and question yourself, what, what'd you do? You lost your mind. Uh, we're having fun. So it's, it's all working. One of the themes here on Coastal Division Day, Coastal Chaos, as I'm sure you know, six different winners of this division in the last six years. One of the themes is the unpredictability of it all. So. Whatever happens for you this fall, it does feel like in the broader sense, you've already changed the brand of UNC football. You're not allowed to talk about specific recruits, I know, but in the general sense, that arrow is pointed back in the right direction. How does it sound when you're visiting homes? Hey, I'm a national championship football coach when it was 14 years ago, but there's only a handful of others, Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney, that have that on their resume too. Yeah, uh, David, it, it's been um, uh, it's been overwhelming um, with the way the people in the state have reached out. Uh, you got to be the cool place to be in recruiting, but the the families have all been unbelievable. Uh, high school coaches, students, it, it's been fun. Uh, one of the things I think that's really affected that is five of our ex-players are on our staff. And it's pretty cool when Dre Black can walk into the, the house and say, man recruited me uh, 20 years ago. Uh, I'm in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I made a bunch of money in the NFL. Uh, so he's going to do what he says he's going to do. And, and uh, that's been really powerful. Tommy Thigpen and Rick Steinbacher and Corey Holiday and Dre Bly and, and uh, Dwight Hoyer, uh, those guys have lived it with me so they can talk about those years they can talk about 22 uh nfl draft choices on that last defense and uh, so i really don't have to say that much about it some of those recruiting against you would say hey max been out of college coaching for five years but i know you and your assistants say mac was not out of college football for five years so how do you learn from a different chair where you're not coaching games, but I imagine you have more downtime to absorb whatever, video or different coaches' ways of doing things with you as a broadcaster, of course. One of the best things is I had a sabbatical. Most coaches can't. They get tired and you get beaten down because there's no breaks. 
there's no days off anymore with recruiting the way it is. So after 30 straight years as a head coach, I needed a break. And I didn't know if I'd coach again or not. I asked Coach Vermeil about it, and he said, don't ever say you won't coach because you don't know. If something comes up that you like, you will. If not, you won't. So don't don't get there. Don't, don't go into that. And every year we kept looking at something, so I must have been interested enough when people would call, I'd talk to them, and nothing fit. But what I was doing, and, and I, I wasn't consciously doing it, I was interviewing coaches all over the country. I was looking at schemes all over the country. I was calling games on Friday night. I was going to spring practices in, in the spring. I was seeing 24 teams play uh, 24 games every Saturday. So subconsciously, I was preparing to do this again without thinking that I, I might or, or might not. It wasn't it. I was just doing it. But uh, Jay Bateman, our defensive coordinator, I go to Army and spend three days with their staff. And I'm clinicking their staff and I'm watching them coach. And I said, God, this guy's yeah. good. He's, he's really good. So um, I, I think more than anything else, I'm a much better coach right now than I've ever been in my life because of the last five years. And, um, and that's been refreshing to me. Among the coaches here, you might have the best combination of expertise as both the coach and a broadcaster. And with that in mind, you know the ACC network is one of the talking points this year. How do you put into perspective you're not an AD or a university president, so maybe you're not watching the, the millions of dollars that are going to be new revenue stream. But, but how does it practically unfold for you as a football coach that this is not just an idea, this channel? We've been talking about it for four years. Now it's a reality. How does that trickle into your world? David, it's, it's really important in, in my world and our world as college football coaches in the ACC. Uh, I was involved in starting the Longhorn Network. So I've done this, yeah. and I've watched it, and it was for us. And, and, and now we got to get all of our fans to, to want it and want to buy it, and we got to sell it. But uh, it just gives the, the players in this league so much more exposure than a lot of the other leagues get. The SEC Network's been huge for them. It's, it's been a bonanza. It's been a, a huge hit. But we're talking about 33 million people starting out watching it, maybe 55 million over a two- or three-year period. Uh, and, and those are interviews for all your players. So every time, football players aren't seen. They got helmets on. So people don't get to know them. The only way you get to know them is when you, you see a story about them or, or they're interviewing. And like Miles Dorn's here today, he's doing an Instagram thing for us where he's doing some live stuff and it's all him. And, and he's doing it and that's gonna be great exposure for him. But that's what this network will bring to the ACC. We've had a lot of veteran coaches here over these last two days. And some of them, even if they're successful now, Bronco Mendenhall was just in your chair. He went. He won two games his first year at UVA. Now he has a chance, he thinks, to make a run at a divisional title. Willie Taggart went five and seven last year. Year one is often really hard. How do you talk to your players or maybe even your fans about what are reasonable expectations when on the one hand, there might not be a heavyweight in your division, but nobody would expect you to be playing, you know, Clemson-level football, you know, in year one, part two under Mac Brown. Yeah, nobody thinks we're better than anybody, number one, and that's because of the last two years, and that's fair. We won two games, and we won three games. So when we first got here, we did not have a very good transition. You were here. I mean, yeah. it was bad, yeah. and I don't think I handled it very well looking back. When we went to Texas, I learned some things because there were four and seven the year before, and we won nine games. We were nine and three, and the difference was I walked in and told the guys to only, to, to be fair to these seniors, we got to win now. 
Let's don't start looking at rebuilding. Let's don't talk about how bad we are. Let's don't talk about we're not better than anybody. Let's figure out how to win. And that's what we've done. We've been very upbeat. We've been very positive. Um, I, I think the, our, our side is wide open. Clemson's obviously the best team in the country, and they're not doing anything in recruiting to hurt that. Uh, they're killing it in recruiting. But in uh, the Coastal, because it's been up in the air every year, why shouldn't we have a chance? We're the only one who hadn't won it, so it's time for us to do that here. One last thing as we send you to your next uh, stop on the car wash, as we call it. You and I have observed the UNC football phenomenon for over three decades at this point. And I, I thought it was fascinating. I don't want to misquote you, so correct me if I get anything wrong here. But there's a chicken and egg thing with winning and attendance, right? And I think I've seen you live this, but you're trying to say to your fans, if you want to win, you've got to be first with attendance, right? It's like, don't wait for you to win. You got to be a part of this building process. You know, as other coaches are asking fans, hey, call your carrier, demand the ACC network, you have another request. I need them in the seats. Right? I do, David. It, it, the, the fan support has not been very good. The game day experience hasn't been very good. Bubba Cunningham and our administration is really working on the game day experience to make it more fun, make it better. And you went there. We don't have a lot of space for yep. tailgating. We don't, we don't have space for parking. We got trees. <laughs> we, got, we got them all over the place. But uh, I had a sports psychologist come in when we were at Tulane, and I said, tell me what you got to do to win. And he says, well, you're only going to be as committed as your administration and as your fan base. So Bubba's stepping up. He's really helping us. He, he's helped us with facilities. He's, he's helped us with game day experience. So we need the fans who are really stepping up. They're buying tickets. They're better. We've sold a bunch more season tickets. Uh, but we need them to show up. They need to be there. I, I hear sometimes, well, I don't want to sit out there because it's hot. Well, it's hot for those players in those uniforms too. So uh, I, I need the North Carolina fans to help this team know how important it is for them. Thanks to you and Roy Williams and everybody else over there for always answering our phone calls when you join us as a phone guest. It's great to see you in person again after all these years. Thanks for the time on the David Glenn Show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. You got it. Mac Brown of the University of North Carolina.